When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, thank you for tuning in to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle, and I am One Organized Mama. Episode 91. In this episode, I'm going to be going over pillars one and two of the six pillars of organization that I went over in the previous episode. So if you haven't already, I encourage you, go listen to that episode where I give you sort of a bird's eye view of what I believe are the six pillars of being organized. So pillars one and two are, pillar one is time management and pillar two are all about habits. So I'll dive a little bit deeper in both of those. Now you may be able to tell a little bit in my voice um, that I'm a little scratchier, a little bit more, I don't know, nasally or scratchy voice, whatever. My apologies. I have woken up the past couple of mornings um, to some pretty chilly mornings and a seasonal change as we go from summer to fall. And as many of us are well aware, when the seasons change, they have this wonderful, wonderful effect on our bodies, don't they? So with me right now, I'm kind of suffering through some scratchy, uh, scratchy throat. Now, speaking of seasonal change, um, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while now, you know I've made a pretty big change in my personal life as we moved from the wonderful Las Vegas, Nevada to the very wonderful small town, Georgia. And this has been a pretty big change for me, more so than I probably had anticipated. Now, not only did we make this geographical change, we also made some changes in our family. Um, my middle child is my daughter, and she has officially left the nest and is such a wonderful human being inside and out. Don't you like it when you like really like your kids when they grow up? Like they're not, they don't always have to be your favorite people on earth, but when you're just like, you look at them, you're like, huh, I created that and I raised that and they're pretty dang awesome. That's definitely, I feel that way about all my kids, but right now she's kind of my shining star just because she's just worked so incredibly hard and she is out there flying solo, my little birdie. So anyway, my home now consists of myself, my husband, and our youngest who has just entered middle school. So that's another big change. Want to know what another big change is? And this is so ironic. Um, all of a sudden, I have a lot more time on my hands, but I am not as productive as I probably should be. So I'm I'm kind of preaching to the choir. I'm, I'm taking my own advice uh, when it comes to this podcast episode, especially. So before we left Vegas, my husband um, worked nights. And so he was home during the day and he left for work right before kids came home from school. And so I was like, never alone. I, in fact, I cannot remember the last time I really truly had time alone at my own home 
it's been years. Like there's always been someone home. There's always been like a place that I need to go or something I need to do or someone that's wanting to be fed or dealt with. And then I moved to this new stage of my life as we transition and my husband works days and my youngest has become much more um, independent. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm home alone all the time. And again, trying to figure this out. And um, I knew this was coming. And I had like said yes to a lot of different projects. And now and then here I'm like, what am I doing with my time? I'm definitely, definitely having to take a whole look at what my time management issues are right now. So again, I feel your pain if, if time management is something that you're struggling with right now. All right, so pillar one, time management. Now, in the overview podcast, I talked about as if you were building a house. So I want you to think of time management as like this, you know, all-encompassing structure that is that is what organization should be. Because I feel like organization sometimes is only focused on the home. It's only focused on like, are all of your jars in your pantry labeled and all of that. And I'm like, that's, that takes up a lot of time. And I want you to think about time management as like a whole life type of, of process. And unfortunately, out there with time management, I feel like a lot of time management stuff is also focused on like business people. It's like geared towards business. So I'm here to sort of marry the two and bring them together. And the reason why, because I know we have a lot going on in our heads. Like I know that from my personal experience of, you know, getting in the shower in the morning and like, oh my gosh, I have this and this and this and dang it, I keep forgetting about that. And I have to check on this or trying to fall asleep at night and having my eyes fly open at like three o'clock in the morning, like, crap, did I get that done? So all of those different things are going swirling in your head day in and day out. I want you to really kind of have a different um, perspective on. And time, you may have heard me say it many times, is the most precious resource that we have. Like I always think about it, like think about it, like Elon Musk cannot create more time as far as we know, or purchase more time. Like he is given the same amount of time in a day, like as I am, as you are 24 hours. So how are you spending it? Because I know some days I'm like super productive. And other days I'm like, what on earth did I do today? So how do you get a handle on all of this? Because again, it is the most important aspect of being organized, in my not so humble opinion, as I like to say. So does having an organized house mean you have an organized life like some people would like you to think? Not necessarily. I am here to say, first and foremost, that I know we have a lot of people that have wonderful social media feeds that really want to give you the impression that, you know, they have it all together. Um, sometimes those can be a little bit of a smokescreen. I'm not saying it's for everybody. I mean, I've seen people that really have it together in a lot of different areas of their life, but I also know that they do have struggles too. And I've definitely seen this working with clients, working with other organizers and just knowing people in general. Like I know people in my life that, yeah, they might have a beautifully organized home, but other areas of their life are absolutely train wrecks and they're falling apart. 
I don't want you to be like that. I don't want to be like that. So sometimes that means like reallocating some of our time and putting that very precious resource into some other areas of our life. So how do we do that? I have something what I call the time management journal. And the reason that I call it a journal is this. When you go through these steps that I'm going to talk about here in just a second, I actually want you to like date it like a journal. And I did this recently. I've actually been doing a lot of brainstorming because I know I'm stuck. I'm struggling. I'm Something's not clicking with me. And it, it's not from a fault. It's just I'm in a completely different life. Like, for example, I moved from a very large city where everything was like within a five mile radius of my home. So if I wanted like, you know, a rotisserie chicken from Costco, you know, to grab that for dinner, it was five minutes away, I could order Grubhub and get Thai food, I could, you know, get everything that I needed done in my day within, like I said, a five minute drive from my house. Here, not so much. I live in a very, very small town. And so when I want to go shopping, it takes a lot more planning. Um, I'm learning my way around. Like for instance, my son started baseball and we have a Walmart. And other than that, I haven't found any place to buy baseball gear. So something I'm very conscientious about. So when we do go to a town, we went to go see my sister up in Knoxville um, about a month ago. And I was like, let's go buy the baseball stuff here. Let's just like be preemptive. We know, you know, he's going to need XYZ. Let's just get it while we're here. So that way we have it because, you know, if he outgrows something, because you know how kids are like literally one day, something will not fit the next day. And I was like, and it's otherwise I'm going to like be freaking out and trying to figure out like where to get some of this stuff. So that's an example of like, I'm trying to figure out my new normal. And one of the things that I'm doing is brainstorming. So this is where you get everything out of your head and onto paper. Now, I know I have a lot of um, listeners out there that are a bit younger than me, or maybe you're just more tech savvy than me and you're like, pen and paper? What is this, like 1994? Yeah, I that's the year I graduated high school, by the way. But yes, pen and paper. And this is why. I know that there are a lot of wonderful apps out there. I see my my daughter, especially, or, you know, my kids, they like, if I'm giving my daughter like details and notes, she's like fiercely typing it into her phone. And so that's great. But what I want you to actually get in the practice of is getting everything out of your head onto paper so that you can take a bird's eye view of it and look at it. And you can get as creative as you want with this. You can like get your fun, colorful pens out. You can get whatever, super creative with this. And or you can be very linear and just write things out. It doesn't matter. It's for your eyes only. Now what I do encourage you to do, and this has to do with the journal part is put a date on it. Because one thing that I realized with myself, especially making such drastic changes and really kind of being in a seasonal change of my life is this. I'm shocked what goes through my head sometimes. And it's not 100% like our fault. Think about it. We, more than any other time in history, are in a information overload. I actually don't like it. Um, We have information coming at us, at our brains, constantly. I mean, how many of you out there can really walk away from your phone 
at all. I know I can't. I, I kind of hate it. I really do. Um, I try to make sure TVs are off as much as I can during the day, but we have constant information overload. So I find it funny when I do a brainstorming session with myself of what some of the stuff that comes out. And I looked back on some notes from September 6th, which was roughly a month ago. And I was like, where on earth did that come from? Like, that's not even something that's on my radar or even close to my radar of accomplishing, getting done or implementing in my life. So sometimes I think this is a great practice to get into because it actually kind of alleviates some stress too. just get it out of your head and onto paper. And like I said, data, it's kind of fun to go back and look at what was in your head. Or better yet, what have you accomplished? Because that's also very, very rewarding when you're like, holy smokes, I actually got that done. All right, so the next step in this is prioritization. And this is where you take again the bird's eye view. So again, write it on a paper, and you can either highlight it, circle it or number it and decide what can be done. And I want you to think about a 30 day time frame, like what's the most important stuff that you need to get done within the next 30 days. Those are the things that I want you to highlight, circle, or number. All right, the next thing is planning, and I mean daily planning. I want you to get into the habit of creating a plan every single day. Even if your plan is, I'm going to bake cookies on Netflix and chill for an entire day. That's awesome. That can be your plan. Planning does not need to be this regimented, super-like I'm going to brush my teeth from 6.13 to 6.15 a.m. That's not what I'm talking about. If that works for you, great, but that's not what I'm talking about. Think about when you go to work. Does your boss generally have a plan for you? Yes, they do. And you have a set list of stuff that you must accomplish during your workday, right? Sometimes we have to be our own boss when it comes to our time off of work. And that can be done by getting in the habit of planning. All right, so last thing that I want to say before I move on to pillar number two about time management, it is this, time management actually equals freedom. And again, preaching to the choir here, preaching to myself, I am somebody, I love to be spontaneous. If you promise me a couple of margaritas and some fun adventure, like I am 100% on board. But so I don't like to be super regimented. But what I have found is that if I just plan, have a plan for my day, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds super fun and cool. And yes, I will go. I also know like, uh, I have a couple things I need to take care of first, I'll go plan my day, fit those things in, make sure that I get them done. And that way I can enjoy some time and have a lot more freedom. The other thing is, is that with, when it comes to time management, so say you're an entrepreneur and you work from home or you have a day off, for instance, and you're like, on my day off, I'm going to get X, Y, and Z done first thing in the morning, get those, knock those off my list. And then that way it completely frees up the rest of my day. Think about it. If you wake up, because this is one of the bad habits I am currently in, is that I'm like, I have all day to get something done, and then I never get it done. And then before I know it, it went from September 6th to October 20th. And so no bueno, right? So 
definitely, definitely have the understanding that by doing some planning, it actually opens up a lot more freedom and time for you. Okay. Pillar number two is all about habits. All right. So if you're building that house, the foundation has been laid. The concrete foundation of time management has been laid. Well, in order to build the rest of the structure, you have to have the framing, right? So these are the wood, the wood studs, the the found the foundation of the house. And that goes right out of, you know, comes out of the ground from the foundation of time management into habits. This is how you actually implement stuff and get stuff to, to work. This is where we are being our own little boss and we're telling ourselves what to do with our time. So let's talk about habits for a second. Habits are like the structure so that you are not just working off of constant chaos in your life. Think about it again, building a home. If you don't have those, um, that framing, that structure, how do you put the walls on? Where do you put the windows and the doors? If you just, you know, like think about the days of, you know, you were making like a Play-Doh house or something like some kind of malleable material like that. And how frustrating sometimes it got because if you didn't have something where you could like put it up against and you tried to get creative and add a door, it just kind of fell in on on top of itself. That's kind of what I want you to think. So you might have like a plan. Great. You know, I'm going to go and get this done and accomplished. But if you don't implement habits, you're it's probably going to fall in on itself. It's probably going to be not very successful. So that's how I want you to think about habits. They are just as important as the foundation, as time management. In fact, it's how you start to manage your time is through habits. Make sense there? I hope so. Okay. All right. Another way to think about habits is habits are like what you tell your time what to do. So think about your money for a second. Don't we all wish we just had like Every time we swipe that card, I mean, it just like we didn't have to think about anything. We just like swipe and swipe away. And no, right? It doesn't, it's not that way for most of us. Like we know that there is a consequence if we swipe that card too much or, um, and that is we will run out of our money. You know, we will go over budget. And then there's greater consequences that happen. So it's something that we're definitely very aware of, which is so ironic that we are more aware of our t- of our money than we are with our time. Like we will waste our time, we will waste other people's time before we waste one single penny. And you know, I again, I'm I'm guilty of it too. Um, think about how many times for those of you. Ooh, you guys are not going to like me for saying this. Think of those of you who are late all of the time, and people are frustrated with you. I want you to think about that for a second. Why are they so frustrated? Well, there is sort of this innate thing in our head that knows my time is freaking precious. And it's incredibly, incredibly frustrating when someone is wasting it. So don't waste your friend's time. Have respect. To me, being late is the ultimate form of disrespect. And you can not like me for saying that, but I will say it to your face do not, do not waste people's time. So off my soapbox. So again, we're aware, I got 
little sidetrack there, <laughs> a little passionate. So um, habits is where we sort of build our time. So I'm going to go over some really easy habits that you can implement in your life. Again, stuff that you've heard me say before, if you're a long time listener. But one of the things that I want you to realize and understand, and I actually really love to hear this from you all, is how you customize like your own habits. It's funny. So I've listened to different podcasts and like sometimes I'll take like a nugget from here and a nugget from there and and kind of create my own systems and and you know figure out what works best for me and I'm I love it when you guys do a lot of the same. A lot of times people will ask me um do you know so and so and you know because a lot of the stuff that you say is a lot of what they say or you know, I've done this system for many years. I mean, yeah, again, none of us are reinventing the wheel. There is a reason why a lot of the stuff that we say in the time management organization world is the same because it works. And one of the great things is you can customize it however you want. I'm just kind of giving you again, the foundation of how to do that and just some ideas and tips. Okay, so how do you implement habits? Well, first and foremost, you're going to have your daily plan. So I will um, check my Etsy store coming up in the next few weeks. I do want to do move the time management journal over to the Etsy store um, and then have a corresponding podcast episode. So that way, if you guys need practice, because it'll actually walk you through the steps of this. Um but I definitely want you guys to start small. So one of the the first things is to go through the brainstorming, prioritizing, and planning. And you'll see where I talk about like time buckets and stuff like that, which I'm not going to get into right now. But um, I'll teach you how to break things down, break them down into smaller steps. And that way you can implement them into your daily planning. So for instance, I always use the example of Say you want to run a marathon as a as a goal, and that's I believe is twenty six miles. But if you struggle to run one mile, yeah, okay, well we have somewhere to start. You have a starting point there, and so I'll say, well, you know what? In your daily plan, you know to put on your shoes and get out there and run a mile every day until you can run two miles, and so on and so forth. So that is something that you start small. So you don't just go out one day and run a marathon. You start small. You start with literally one step at a time. So that's what I mean when it starts, when I say start small. And again, customize this however makes sense to you. All right. When it comes to our house, because yes, I know our house is a biggie. And um, just like I don't feel like you can have a super organized life if your finances are out of whack or your health is out of whack or different areas, but same with your home, right? I mean, when your home is out of whack, it's really hard to feel like it's your respite and it's your kind of uh, escape from the world and the place where you just like to spend time with the people you love most in this world. So assign yourself three daily habits. These are essentially three chores. Again, sometimes we have to be our own boss or parent. And speaking of parent, I am a big believer on, I hope your children have chores. And if not, this is a great way to implement some chores for your children. Um, your spouse, I'm not a believer in telling your spouse that they have chores, but my husband's pretty, um, a pretty, pretty good at just like he has his thing. I don't dictate to him. He's a grown man. 
what he needs to do, but he has his stuff he likes to do. And I will say my three uh, daily habits for myself and my home have been it for years. Make my bed, clean the kitchen, and do unload the laundry. Like in the washer, dryer, you know, outfolded, put away. Uh, my husband likes to load the dishwasher. He does not like to unload the dishwasher and apparently does not believe in wiping down the counters. So I just let it be. He's a hardworking guy. He, I just bite my tongue. I realize this is a battle I'm never going to win. So I will unload the dishwasher before he can load it and make sure the countertops get wiped down in the kitchen. And so that's just a habit that he likes to do. Um, after dinner, it's kind of his thing. So if you're, you know, in a relationship, you guys can definitely work it out, um, respectfully with each other. But I definitely hope that each child in your family is assigned chores. And yes, I have to remind my kids of their chores every single day. I did pretty much up until the day they left my nest and I still am reminding my 11-year-old of his daily chores. So three things that you need to do every day just to keep up with your home and keep it simple. Okay, the next thing that's really easy is to implement 20-minute tidies or assign 20 minutes to any kind of project that needs to get done. And you do have 20 minutes. If you have been on any form of social media or any app of your phone, if you have been playing Wordle, you have 20 minutes, my friends. Do not tell me you cannot find 20 minutes in your day to tackle a project, to either tidy up your house, do some decluttering, to work on a goal like getting those tennis shoes on and going for a walk or run, you can find 20 minutes. You could even take this a little further and just say, there's three 20-minute things I'm going to accomplish during the day. Again, it doesn't matter. Why 20 minutes? It's something that we'll stick to. Again, I mean, if if I'm going to, if someone told me you need to get out there and run a walk for 60 minutes a day, that's not going to last that long. But there's something in our brains that likes 20 minutes. There's actually, like if you... If you Google it, Google it, you'll find there's like scientific facts about our brains and like 18 to 20 minute mark. But if someone's telling me you only have to do it for 20 minutes, I'm like, okay, I think I can handle that. So 20 minute tidies, 20 minutes to tidy up your home. Again, get your children on board. Children need chores. They need purpose. They need responsibility in the home that they live in. All right, the other thing that I want you to get into the habit that's a great habit and that will keep your home running smoothly, I promise, is to regularly declutter. You might have a lot of clutter in your home. That's normal. It's more normal than you would actually realize. Like I said, I've worked in many, many homes. Um, you don't have to tackle it all at once. In fact, I encourage you not to. I actually have a declutter guide in my One Organized Mama Etsy store. And again, all of these things actually have a 20-minute tidy in there and some other printables that correspond to specific podcast episodes. I'm trying to make it as easy as possible for you guys to have a printable, so something tangible that you can have as a reminder 
and a corresponding podcast episode to listen if you need a little motivation or a little kick in the pants. Um, this is my new way that I am monetizing my podcast. I've, I'm struggling. I'm like, should I do commercials? It's, it's such a complicated thing. Um, but it's definitely something that I um, would really encourage you and really super appreciate if you are interested in doing. Because like I said, when you have that printable and you, I always, in all of the podcast episodes that I go through, I say, put it in a spot where you're going to see it. Because this is a great way to implement a habit. If you see 20-minute tidy on your bathroom mirror, when you're brushing your teeth at night, you're going to be like, Ugh, let me go take care. I can get, get everyone rounded up for 20 minutes and go tidy up the house real quick before you go to bed. And I promise you, when you wake up the next morning, it, it does. It makes you feel good. When you don't, don't you think when your home is nice and clean and tidy, it just kind of gives you a pep in your step during your day? So again, some very easy ways to implement some habits into your life. Just give you a few examples there. Again, please, uh, if you have an opportunity, go to my Etsy store. There's an app and just go to One Organized Mama um, I keep the printables. Um, you can choose them. I keep them as affordable as possible. Again, it's my new way to sort of monetize my podcast. Um, that way I can keep doing it. And I don't have a husband who's like, boy, this takes you a long time. Is it really a hobby or is it a job? <laughs> so just being honest with you guys out there. So definitely support my podcast by going to the Etsy store. Um, and picking out one of the habits that you should start implementing in your life today. All right. I am so appreciative of you guys tuning in and listening. Stay tuned as I go through habits three, four, five, and six in the next episodes. Like I said, I know um, that time management journal is something you guys are interested in. It's definitely something I'm going to be working on when I can get my daily planning under control a little bit and implementing on the uh, One Organized Mama Etsy store. So stay tuned for that. Go take a look. It may pop up as an episode here pretty soon. So thanks again for listening to the One Organized Mama podcast.